Tonight, on a very special episode of Too Old for This Podcast. This movie, Spider-Man, is in the MCU for at least two more films. Kev reviews Rambo, Hustler, talk about all the Joker dudes. And portrait of a middle-aged man's meltdown. It's September 2019, and Jer reviews Moana. <laughs> Kevin watches Moana for the first time on Friday. Uh, was that was that intro good? Did I do good? That was great. <laughs> that was great. A little different from our regular intro, but hold on, hold on. Let me do the thing I was been rehearsing. Wait, can, do you have the theme song handy? Can I you do. play it like okay? Play for like ten seconds, and then I'll do the intro like the way I've been rehearsing it. I think you're gonna like it. All right, are you ready? Yep. Okay, let's do this. Podcast episode 27. Spoiler alert, Moana Reviews. I'm Jeremy aka Baby, the MSP, aka the Bigger, with me as always on the virtue fields of steel. DJ Heavy Heavy. Grown up talk about childish things. Without further ado, let's start the show. Yeah. See, I, I fucked it up at the end there. I didn't know I was going to fight. You never set up on Nerd and Up Nerd. I know, and I and I totally stumbled and forgot where I was going at the end there, but I got I got our intros right, finally. I called you DJ Kevy Kev on the Virtue Wheels of Steel. I like, <laughs> is, that, is that nice or what? Mm-hmm. I just go. thought of that. That just came to me. <laughs> That's the kind of genius you're working with here. There you go. So how are you doing, my friend? I, I, Kev, I, I, I don't know if you want to ask me that question, honestly. I always want to ask you that. I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed, but I probably vanished from your life for like at least a, a week. Yeah. Like I just, I, did you notice that? I did. And I got, I got worried. Did you? Did you? I did. Well, that's why I reached out to you. Made sure you're still alive. <laughs> It's 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 possible, Kev, old buddy. Mm-hmm. It's possible your old friend Jer has been a little stressed lately, okay. and 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 may have been close to like the edge of I don't know, I don't know, melting down in some Uh-oh. form or another. I don't know, Shit. I don't know, I don't know. I'm good now. I want you to know that I'm back. I want you to know that tonight, mm-hmm. when I came down into the basement, right, mm-hmm. and when I when I was like I was getting ready to podcast, um, Mel. And Lucas went out, and they were like, okay, daddy's going to podcast time, and it was nice. And I was, like, alone in the house for, like, the first time in a long time. I came down to the basement, and I started, like, everything was unplugged. Like, I haven't, like, haven't looked at any of my gear in so long. Actually, Dave's gear, mostly, um, if he's listening, I hope. Uh, But uh, (laughs) I haven't, like, thought about it in so long. So I'm putting it together, and everything is unplugged, and it took me forever. I was, like, at least 20 minutes late 
uh, on our Skype call tonight. Um, but like as I'm doing it, as I'm like plugging it back, to black everything back in, and as things are starting to light up and work, and as my laptop that I haven't used in like two weeks is is booting up for the first time, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm starting to feel like I'm putting myself back together again, right? Like I'm starting yeah. to just feel like right again. And it's and I just want you to know it's good to be back and I missed you. Oh man, I miss you too. And uh yeah, it's good that you're back. But uh, you know, to to the outside world, um we live in Canada and currently there is an election uh cycle happening. Yeah. Uh, our election is coming up very s- today uh around that. Um and here uh, in Canada, if you know anything about politics, if you follow politics at all, um, it's like an intense time for you. There's a lot of intense stuff going around. And look, I'm not going to talk about politics. Yeah. I've I've always said that, you know that, and I've kept my promise, haven't I? Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. I have. Even, yeah. even though everybody, everybody who knows me personally knows I'm a very political guy, that is not what this space is for. This is a safe, politics-free space. But just, you know... Um, mentioning it as a general topic and not anything specific about it, I think. I don't think I've gone there yet, um, but <laughs> I'm trying not to go there. Anyway, um, these times for me are kind of difficult. I get like really emotionally involved in the future of my country. Like, Fair enough. And it's it's all I can do to not be out in the street. But I like I have a job and I have a family and I have responsibilities and you know I'm making excuses now. I feel like I feel guilty for not being out in the street a, like a lot of the time. Um, that's how much I care, and mm-hmm. I and I, that, that's where I'm going to stop. I'm, I've gone too far already. I've, I've gone too far right. uh, because this space is not about that, and it's it's never going to be for me. And I hope I hope I never slip on that. But. Um, uh, this is a place to talk about nerdy. I've, shit. I've I've been no fun. I've been no fun, Kev. For like good, the last last month, I want you to know I have been zero fun. We all go like through the these last, things, right? Last month, and I, you know, like I stopped watching stuff. I stopped enjoying anything, yeah. and um, and uh, you know what? You know what got me through it, Kev? What's you know that? what? You know what might have like just saved my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your high Oh, Moana. <laughs> Moana. It's funny because but... I'm the opposite. I've been watching all types of shit for the last like month. <laughs> so um I got a um I got a new Android box. So I've been watching everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. So everything from like TV all the way down to like cheesy b horror movies like i've right. just been watching so much shit for the last i time. wonder i wonder this android box thing i wonder if this is a canadian thing or if this is something that it's that they can do in the u.s as well they do do it in the u.s in fact it okay. was uh one of my cousins um who lives in in the u.s who um i was like so a couple of weeks ago uh, one of my cousins got married he lives here so okay. a bunch of my cousins from the states uh came in for for the wedding so I was talking to uh, one of my cousin's husbands. I just call him my cousin as well because cousin through marriage, I guess. Right. Um, so we were talking and I just recently got one of those um, those and- uh, Amazon Fire Sticks because I, okay. I read that you could, you know, jailbreak them and put like apps on it so you can watch this stuff. So anyway, totally so, illegal. Yeah, totally, totally illegal. This, but anyways, this, you didn't hear from the me The opinions here. expressed by <laughs> DJ Kevy Evy are not the opinions of tools for this podcast. <laughs> okay, look, I'm not the, the only person doing this. 
<laughs> so anyways um yeah and, canadian. And, we're, we're canadian we are we are we are copyright um like i don't know international waters like there's no law that applies to us we're outlaws no we cannot <laughs> we cannot get arrested or fined for downloading everything stuff. is Free right? here, motherfuckers. I have <laughs> we, news for you. Uh, all, all the cable company can do is send an email saying, we noticed that you downloaded this. You are very but naughty. You, what, what, <laughs> what's hilarious is, what's hilarious is, the one time that I, like the first time I got that letter, uh, when I called my cable company to like mm-hmm. ask them how much trouble I was in, like the guy at the other end of the line making like probably minimum wage was like, Look, you really don't have to worry about this in Canada. Like, they can't touch us by law. They just force us to send you this letter, and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, really? And like, ever since then, I've just not given a crap about um, downloading because you know what? If I love something and I support it, I'm mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna make it's gonna make more money, and I understand that. And um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, until. The business model, you know, is changed enough to reflect that, and I'm no longer looked at as a, as a pirate mm-hmm. for you know not being able to afford to, su- to get a cable subscription in K- HBO. Um, I mean, no, I'm not saying that I pirate HBO, but yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put it this way, I am. I am. By the way, I'm getting Disney Plus. I just want to make that announcement. Yeah? Like, okay. I, okay. I have been. A, I have been a, an outlaw forever. Yeah. But I am absolutely buying Disney Plus. Yeah. I. I just I want it. Yes, I want it that bad. Like that's okay. how much I love it. Like okay, so you 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 know me. Um, you know I go to the theaters a lot. Yeah. Right. So I go to theaters. Uh, I want to say on average at least two to three, sometimes four times a month. So I love going to the theater. This is me. This is what I do. So yeah. it's not like I'm just like bootlegging this shit at home. <laughs> I am actually supporting it. I will go to the theater. I will watch these movies. Uh, there are the odd movies, which I still buy. Uh, I don't buy as many DVDs and Blu-rays like I used to. I'll be honest. But uh, I'd rather stream something than buy it. Because let's face it. like We're going to have like all this fucking junk. Not, not to say junk. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like It just, it just really, builds like, up. Whenever I see somebody's D- like Blu-ray collection, yeah. I'm like... I'm like, like I, I empathize with a fan and a collector, yeah. but I'm just like, oh my god, I couldn't, like I could, like I can't have a bookshelf full of books either. Yeah. Like, like any book is available to, available to me at my fingertips at any time for free, just like everyone else in the world. And yeah. just having these physical things just filling our environments, and I, not that I don't have a lot of physical shit filling my environment that doesn't belong here, but. Yeah. Um, no, I still have a pretty huge like DVD and Blu-ray collection. Like I packed yeah. up my all, all my VHSs not too long ago. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so I do I do support. I, but, I still have a box of VHSs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I have I'm a couple. Sure. I have a couple. Yeah. I I boxed up. Right, I'm not. I, I'll be honest. Like, there's the odd one. I'm like, hey, I should throw this in and like digitize it and put it up on web somewhere. You know what I mean? But very rarely I do that now. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah be bothered it's all there on the web yeah, already yeah, like yeah. anything in my collection is already there i can find it so fast yeah that's true yeah so but anyways we 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 went way off topic there <laughs> yeah well, it's kind of a, a cool yeah well it's See kind through. of a, it's kind of a cool topic to talk about but <laughs> yeah but it's not part of the agenda tonight <laughs> that that's that's true that's true so but, um, but, yeah 
So what is on there. what is on the agenda for tonight, my friend? What's uh, what are we talking about first? Well, you know, there's a so couple, much there's news. There's a few news stories we're going to talk about yeah. first, um, and then we're eventually going to get to my Moana review, which is going to be the most important review I have ever done. <laughs> so if and, if if you're here for Moana. Uh, review begins so you can skip ahead to that part because that part is important and i don't want you to you know cut out before then yeah. and miss and it's but we got but there's a lot of big news and yeah. i'm talking about like star wars news and yeah. and Mar- mcu news oh, and, then, yeah. and and joker news and then yeah. a couple movies you saw over the weekend stuff that's in the theater right now so yeah. Yeah. um I mean, what do you want to talk about first let, let why don't you drive okay you drive let's talk about okay let's um I'm hopping in the driver's seat and we're going to talk about Spider-Man coming back to the MCU first. Let's, let's just talk about that. So I know in, in our past episode, when we talked about not the past episode, but a couple episodes before, um, we were talking about, uh, Spider-Man leaving the MCU and you're very upset by this. You're like far from home means nothing now. And you're just like really pissed off about the entire thing. How do you feel about him coming back to the MCU now and being and having a deal? I believe it's, did they say five pictures? Another five? Uh, So what I I saw today, what I saw today said at least two. Okay. Two. So we have, we're getting another Spider-Man film. So we're going to have three now. Uh, So that's going to be officially a trilogy and he's going to be in another MCU film. So how do you feel about it now? Okay. Uh, <laughs> obviously, it's fantastic news. Absolutely. Okay, because just because of how stupid it would be, it, it would mean that Far From Home isn't is like it's not meaningless. Yeah. But like rewatching it is kind of sad. Yeah. If you think Spider Man can't talk man. about Iron Man anymore, yeah. or Spider Man can't have those glasses anymore, yeah. or like the MCU movies can't talk about Spider-Man on those glasses or he can't visit them, you know, like, yeah, that would have been really sad, but you know what? I think people should go back and re listen to the episode where I talked about Spider-Man leaving the MCU. And I'm pretty sure exactly what I said was in a matter of shortest time months, but more likely years. I thought it was going to be years at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to be back and they're just going to, they're just going to say they, you know, they fixed it. They made up or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just found it's episode 24. Uh, also a great episode because it's our once upon a time in Hollywood review, right. which is a fantastic movie that people need to hear about and talk about and watch. But if you listen to that episode, you'll hear me say exactly this was going to happen. And I'm, I'm not surprised at all. And in fact, I'm mad. It did happen but a little quicker than I expected as well. I, but I'm mad. I'm and then, mad. you know what? The timing the timing ruins the other fantastic news that I'm sure is going to be your next story because yeah. I mean it's the it's the thing that everybody's talking about. Yeah. And I got to talk about them both together, so let's get it. Let's get that in there too. You got to talk about what now? I got to talk about the next story. Oh, okay. With this one connected. Okay, that's the next, fine. The next and the next story is go ahead. Is Please. Kevin Feige is going to be uh, producing? I don't know if they said. <coughs> excuse me. Um, one movie. Sorry, hold on a sec. 
<coughs> Sorry, something coming back in my throat. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be one film. I didn't hear this or a trilogy. That I'm not hundred uh, percent sure. But he is going to be producing um, a Star Wars film, some type okay. of Star Wars film uh, in the future. Okay. And apparently, Brie Larson and uh, Chris Evans are both on board to be part of it. <laughs> um, and I think Brie Larson is definitely going to be. Uh, part of it by the sounds of it but anyways go ahead okay let me bring you into my head all right <laughs> we're going into the head of here we have these two stories okay mm-hmm. these two stories this spider-man's back in the mcu yeah fantastic fucking news absolutely feige making star wars come on you're not come down on. with this uh, no, 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 no. This is the fucking best fandom news of okay. all fucking time. This is the uh, thing. This is the thing that Kathleen Kennedy haters are daydreaming. They're coming in their pants. Kathleen Kennedy haters are doing backflips on their front lawns absolutely. right now. Kathleen Kennedy haters, all they fucking say is why can't she do what Feige does? Why can't they just put Feige in charge? Yeah. They t- they've been saying that for so long. And it's their dream come true. And fucking, I'm fucking mad about both of these stories. And do you know why? What? Both of these stories are the same fucking story. The whole fucking thing happened. Do you remember? When this story originally happened, we talked about it in episode 24, okay. uh, the statement that Sony put out in reaction to the leak, the leak from Marvel, these mm. two disgusting multi-billion dollar corporations, this these capitalist vipers raising their heads and striking at each other mm. and, and killing the fans in the middle. When this happened, Sony's announcement was that they came back and they said, listen, the fans need to understand what happened here is that Kevin Feige is too busy to work on Spider-Man anymore. Mm. Kevin, remember that? Do you remember that? I'm not making it up, right? That's what they said, right? Okay. They said Kevin Feige is too busy to work on Mm. Spider-Man anymore. So how long do you think a negotiation between Kevin Feige and Lucasfilm would have taken? It's like the exact amount of time. Somebody at Sony heard that Feige was in negotiation with Lucasfilm mm-hmm. to make a Star Wars movie and decided that Feige was going to be too busy to make all the money that MC, that Marvel was demanding from Sony for the next Spider-Man movie. And this disgusting negotiation between these disgusting corporate Billion-dollar entities dragged the fans' emotions into their fight and used the fans against each other to put pressure on each other. And now I'm told by you, uh, because I haven't read these stories because I'm so mad. Because both these <laughs> stories both these stories came out at the same fucking time, yeah. and, it, and it was so fucking clear to me exactly what fucking ha- – like, I don't want to hate you, Kevin Feige. You have, you have created, like – my equivalent of a religion, you know, something that I can get so wrapped up in that I can disappear in that I can just love and I can analyze and nitpick and theorize about, you know, I don't want to hate you for being a disgusting capitalist pig. (laughs) You know, don't fucking do this to people, you know, don't make little kids cry because Spider-Man can't be in the next Iron Man movie or in the next fucking Avengers movie. Don't do that to the fans who are mostly children. Mm-hmm. Like big guys like me, we can handle it. We're fine. But don't be fucking capitalist pig 
dog assholes about this, okay? Keep the fans out of it. Keep it out of the fucking public mm. until your negotiations are done. And then when you make your announcement that Kevin Feige is making a Star Wars movie, I want to be on my front lawn doing backflips. I want to, okay? I want to. And the Chris Evans thing. Mm-hmm. And and what's her name? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brie what's Larson. her name? Brie, Brie Larson, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Right. Yes. Give me, give me all of the great creators' versions of Star Wars. Please, give me a Spielberg Star Wars. Give me even fucking, what's his name that I hate? I can't think of his name now. E- Who? Sorry? Guy, the Terminator guy, the Avatar guy. Oh, James Cameron. Yeah, give me his Star Wars movie. Fine, give it to me. Yeah. Yes, give it all to me. Yes. Don't, you know, don't just give me... 20 Ryan Johnson movies. You know, give me every single big director's version of Star Wars. Yes, I want it all. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to see a James Cameron Star Wars film. Fine. Yeah, why not? Personally, that's my opinion. Look, he he made Terminator. He did. He did. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But he, I don't know, man. Star Wars has a very certain formula to it. And I have a feeling that he would not follow that is that anyway. is that sacred is that sacred yeah. or should should we push that envelope george lucas would have been pushing that envelope so hard right well, now Brian johnson and, changed the formula and everyone got their fucking panties in a bunch you know what i mean did he <clears throat> he did but, <laughs> he but i'm did, talking to about a certain degree changes. right hmm? i don't know i don't know like yeah like he like he veered off a story path uh some people accuse him of yeah. uh, i i I still personally think that Ryan Johnson and and JJ um, and like everybody at Lucasfilm had a ton of communication and agreement about what was going to happen in the Last Jedi. I don't believe right. I don't believe the stories that Ryan Johnson hijacked the story. I'm not a Ryan Johnson hater. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a Last Jedi worshiper. I mm-hmm. think it's a good movie. I think it's just as good as The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I have problems with both of them. I don't really overly love either. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Granted. Where was I going with this? I, I totally went <laughs> off my skin. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, I w- I'm I'm totally open to expansion and different visions within the Star Wars universe. Granted, under you know, all under the control of Lucasfilm, so it doesn't break anything too badly. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think this Feige news is amazing, and could it signal a move, a, a step up for Feige? Like, could it signal that he will take over for Kathleen Kennedy someday? Right. Uh, like, it might. It really, really fucking might. Given that Kevin Feige, since his appearance onto the scene, has done nothing but conquer and conquer and conquer. And mm-hmm. it just, his empire just grows and grows and grows. <clears throat> and yes, I believe he could take over Star Wars. And I... I believe he could make the best Star Wars movies of all time, and I can't wait to see what happens here. Even, even though I am mad about the disgusting, ugly business side yeah. of what what happened here. So, uh, as for myself, <clears throat> I am excited that Feige is going to do some uh, producing. Uh, I think it's a good call. Uh, get, uh, yeah, definitely get Kathleen Kennedy to step back a little bit because clearly she doesn't know Star Wars like. <laughs> Like she thinks she does, but who uh, the one person who I believe knows way more than about Star Wars and probably both of them put together is Dave Filoni, and I don't understand why they never did anything with him, uh, bringing him into a more like you know I mean into a producer role, 
of like the well, Star Wars uh, movies. You know well, I mean? well, I don't think I don't think it's I, don't, I think it's too quickly. <laughs> I think it's too early in the game to say that that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, but and I also think that the streaming service shows are actually going to be just as big or a bigger player in the game. So his role there may actually be way more important than it would be if he was uh, in the feature film game. Granted. Um, but I, I, I think I disagree with you about Kathleen Kennedy. I, I don't think we can put the blame at her feet. But, you know, I know that half the Star Wars fandom disagrees with me on that. And I don't want to say that they're wrong either. But um, she knows producing. I, I get I, this. This I know. Like she's been producing. I, I, just, I, just, I just want to put out there that this show is not anti or pro or on any side of the war. We're neutral in the war. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. She's she's been producing like George Lucas and Steven Spielberg for years. She knows her shit. I yeah. just I just don't think she's as diehard. I don't think she's like a diehard fan. You know what I mean? Because okay, like a great example. Why would they give us a solo movie instead of a Obi Wan film? Like you know what I mean? Like to yeah. me, like I get it. They're bringing out an Obi Wan now, and they're going to make it into a show, which is amazing. But they had that opportunity, like two years ago, to bring Owen McGregor back as Obi Wan, opposed to you know what I mean, casting a new Han Solo and going all that route. Mind you, I like Solo. In fact, I just watched it again last night with the girl, and uh, she actually really liked it. And and I like it every time, more and more every time I watch it. That aside, a lot of people um, boycotted this film based on the fact that it wasn't what they wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, like I said, she's a great producer. Like, she knows her shit. I just don't think she knows Star Wars. Like, but as do you, but, much but, but, as but like, do, someone is Dave Filoni. Do you believe mm. that she's making all of the decisions that you disagree with? Like, I hear, I, like guess, I hear that, I hear that Lucasfilm has made decisions that you disagree with. And this is, this is why I always get into fights with, Fans online. Who's, yeah. um, who's, um, because, who's the main guy again at, uh, at she, Disney? What's his name? Um, he came out and apologized because he he uh, he basically admitted yeah, that I, he screwed up Star Wars. No, um, I keep wanting to go back to Michael Eisner. I don't know. The no, that's not guy, his name. The I'm current guy. Uh, I don't remember either. I don't. I can't keep track of all these corporate guys. Names. Yeah, no, like, I'm, no. I'm never, never going to be one of those. He's definitely pulling the strings. He's definitely pulling the strings. No, and, and there's a whole board of directors, and you got to yeah. understand. There's there's a whole creative team. There's the Star Wars story team, oh, who course, is made yeah. up of God, and then there's Lucas, yeah. and then there's and then there's there's JJ, and then there's RJ, and there's all these people, all these voices in her fucking ear. And even if she is making the final calls, mm-hmm. which I don't even believe, I think there's probably people below her making a lot of these final calls. It's possible, yeah. I think the people above her making a lot of these final calls. I don't think that it's all at her feet, and and I think that she has become a symbol. And I think, I think that the a big reason of it, and and I add that I've and I hate to admit that I have, I have started to see a little bit of the point of view of the Kathleen Kennedy haters. Mm-hmm. Robert, opinion. Robert not, Iger, not, by the way, that's his name. I'm not, yeah, Robert Iger. It sounds like Michael Eisner. That's why I keep yeah. fucking it up. Um, she, no, not because I'm old and dumb, but um, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I just, I was, I sorry, I, I, tr- I finally watched um that uh, Star Wars uh, Forces of Destiny series. On oh, okay. YouTube. Yeah, I never watched that. Do you know what this is? I, I'm okay. familiar with it, but I've never watched it. Okay, you probably shouldn't watch it then because you'll hate it. Um, this was um, 
this was like um a, an open attempt by mm-hmm. Lucasfilm to bring females into the fandom, and yeah. which I applaud. Like I don't, I'm not against bringing females into the fandom. I'm not against bringing anyone who's not in the fandom into the fandom. Like mm-hmm. everybody should, everybody should have their. Everybody should have a little fantasy home in Star Wars somewhere. Yeah. Like, there's room. There's so much. It's such a big universe now. There's just room for everybody to have a little place to play there. Yeah. Um, but uh, Forces of Destiny is a series of cartoons that is that is um, and it's an animated series that looks like the original like Clone Wars series. You remember that the original animated yeah, series? Okay. It was it was it was CGI. It was more yeah. like classic animation. Yeah, I know what you're talking um, about the one like the Samurai like Jack guy did, right? 2D animation. Yeah. Um, but it's all little short stories. They're cool. Like a lot of yeah. them are really cool. Oh, yeah. But it's I all based on, it's all I'm on DVD actually. But anyway, it's going. It's all but these Forces of Destiny stories are all based on female characters from Star Wars. Yeah. And you and you get a point of view from you get Jin, you get a Jin Erso story. Yeah. You get you get a couple of Ahsoka Tano stories. Mm-hmm. You get uh, a couple of Ahsoka Tano stories with Padme. Mm-hmm. So you get Padme and Ahsoka Tano team up stories. You get a bunch of Rey stories. You get a bunch of Princess Leia stories. Okay. You basically get like every female from every era. You get clips that are scenes that happen in between like scenes from the films that we already know. Right. Okay. So they actually affect canon. They're like extra scenes from return of the Jedi or extra scenes from the force awakens right? or extra scenes from like attack of the clones. Okay. Like, and they're like scenes that happen in between scenes that actually it happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do actually affect canon and some of them are pr- like they're fun to watch okay like especially if you have a kid mm-hmm. and probably if you have a little girl probably even more so um but like they brush against canon in some like really uncomfortable ways and and they and and they they stretch logic mm. to bring these female characters together in some like really bad like the problem is not that these things exist and it's not that they exist mostly for girls. It's that some of them are just have terrible writing. Right. And, and they're just, they're just bad. And even if they were male characters, you'd like, you'd be like, Oh, why are you doing that to return of the Jedi? And Oh, why did you just do that to even attack of the clothes? The star Wars movie, I hate the worst. Yeah. Like I, I hate what they did to attack of the clothes. I do. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so I see why a lot of guys went, oh, my God, the feminism that Kathleen Kennedy is trying to inject. And, you know, I constantly see that photo of her wearing the the forces female T-shirt with all mm-hmm. her female staffers on her arms. And I and like I I I, I kind of see why she pissed off that crowd with that show. And I've heard that crowd complaining about that show ad nauseum. Um it was just bad, and right. it was just car- it was just carried out poorly. Anyway, okay. um, I don't know that I don't know that Kathleen Kennedy is really the problem, but I understand why why people have criticisms of her. Is my is really my point, right? Um, and man, this Kevin Feige news making Star Wars is amazing. I can't wait to see his movies, um, and the Spider Man in the MCU, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I think we saw this coming. I think we all knew this was going to happen. Maybe we thought it was going to take longer. I probably thought it was going to take longer, but I didn't know. That Kevin Feige was secretly negotiating with Lucasfilm. Yeah. Now that I'm, I'm disgusted by it, but whatever. I'm gonna watch these movies. I'm gonna pay the money, and I'm gonna hopefully enjoy it. Absolutely. Uh, 
<laughs> go there we go. Now, um, do you want to talk about these Joker protests? Yeah. Um, okay. So I I skimmed through them. I I don't know like every little detail by any means, but uh, apparently they're not going to be showing the movie in uh, the theater that got. Um, so you remember back when when um, the Dark Knight came out and a kid went into a movie theater and I can't remember where it was. I want to say Texas. I forget. I'm drawing a blank. And he shot up the theater and killed yeah, I, a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. It was all and over he the died, news. He dyed his hair and, green. No, yeah, he dyed his hair green. He ended up shooting himself. Uh, yeah. They went back to his, his hotel, or not his hotel, his, um, his dorm room, whatever, where he was. And they like found all this shit like that. He was like, plotting and yeah it was just really bad it was just dumb like uh, i don't know what would bring someone to do this like it's just really dumb um yes that aside uh apparently um a bunch of people from that town like i said i'm drawing a blank where it was illinois texas i forget and uh apparently a lot of the families were protesting um the fact that this theater where this shooting once happened um was planning to play the film and apparently that a lot of them protested and now they decided to not to show the, the movie there um there's just like parents who are all up in arms because this movie apparently is supposed to be like really violent and they're like protesting it they don't want it in their town all this stuff it's just yeah it's just really silly at the end of the day, it's a movie. No matter how violent it is, like there's probably much more violent movies out there. <laughs> I guess just because it's like a mainstream movie, maybe this is why these protests and these like um, uh, petitions are happening. So I don't know, but yeah. Hmm. So um, and apparently, you know this, what? Todd Phillips sorry. did release. Sorry, um, no, I just remembered. Uh, Todd Phillips did release a statement, which uh, I don't know. I should probably pull it up. Um, and apparently um, the other thing, which I mentioned to you earlier, um, uh, what's his face? Yachlin Phoenix was on a, uh, doing an interview and the guy asked him about it and he apparently, he, he like ripped off his microphone and, and left <laughs> the lefty interview and his publicist had to talk him back into, uh, going into the, uh, into the interview and all this stuff. So we're joking. Um, Okay. Uh, so you think it's silly? You don't. You don't think they should be upset about it? Mm. No, no, no. Um, I'm saying, okay, it's a movie. At the end yeah. of the day, it's a movie. Um, I get the I, whole thing with uh, with the. Um, it's it's obviously a sensitive topic. If your family member was killed in this theater, and I get that. So out of respect. Being that it was a movie that had the Joker in it, I get that. But to protest it and say that it's too violent and this is a movie that people haven't even seen yet and they're like protesting it, saying they don't want it in their town, to me, I think that's stupid. That's my opinion. Okay. I respect the families um, of that, you know, they had like family members killed in that theater. I, I, I respect that. And I get that. I, I probably wouldn't show it in that theater either if I worked there or owned it. But outside of that theater, I think that's just silly. Yeah. 
So that's no, my agree. opinion. I, that's my opinion. I agree with you. I 100% wouldn't show that movie in that theater. Yeah. You know what? Uh, more than anything, I'm shocked that theater is still open. Like, what's the life cycle of a theater these days? Like, that shooting yeah. was a while ago. Like, especially a, a, a theater with a shooting in it. I'm shocked that theater is still open. Um, but I definitely wouldn't show it there. That's yeah. for sure. And, um, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, you know, this is this is the kind of thing in Canada we don't have to deal with, right? Like, we don't. I don't know. Like I, I I'm would be sure, sensitive. I, sure I would be parents that that do protest this shit, but it's just not as widely spread and widely. I would known. be so sensitive to those families um, and that happening. You know, especially so recently. I think I would be okay with having to drive to the next town to go see the movie yeah. if I lived in that town. But um, yeah, you're right. Um, Can I uh, quickly read this? Yeah. This is from Todd Phillips. The movie makes statements about lack of love, childhood trauma lack of compassion in a world philip said i think people can handle that message make no mistake neither the fictional character joker nor the film is an endorsement of real world violence of any kind this is uh this is from todd phillips okay like I said, uh, at the know. end of the day it's a movie it's a movie. It's fictional. Uh, the Joker doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> this is not a uh, documentary. Right. <laughs> right. This is and a, it's a scripted movie that, film. This is it's, a fictional world. It's a movie that's world. probably intentionally made to mm-hmm. be controversial and stir up like people's emotions to get people talking about certain subjects, right? And yeah. you know what? If if Joker Phoenix got through the press tour for Joker without mm-hmm. having some kind of crazy incident, you like I you know how shocked I would be? Joker Phoenix can't get through anything without a crazy incident. Joker Phoenix is crazy. Everybody yeah. fucking knows that. Um is so, he crazy uh, or is he really maybe he's super calculated i don't know I don't man know. that guy that guy like when he does a role he consumes it did you yeah, ever see everybody, i'm still here did i ever so sorry which did you ever see i'm still here no that's the one where they set it up like it was like a documentary where he like wanted to become a rapper and he quit the acting industry right 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 and I he actually yeah. went on letterman and he was just acting and he, really. He pretended fuck. it was real. Yeah, he, he was, was. He pretended it was real because fucking what's his name? Um, ben Affleck's Casey Affleck was following around with the camera, shooting this like mockumentary essentially, right? right? So that's what I'm saying. Like he consumes these roles. Like he right. he becomes that 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 character. Like honestly, he's like a I don't know. He's a great actor. I think he's good. Um, some people might dispute this <laughs> with me but i think he's a great actor so oh he's a great actor absolutely yeah. i don't think anybody would dispute that he's a great actor i you know what i um what was i gonna say i i i think that he's gonna be a great joker and i think that absolutely. um todd phillips said that uh he specifically did not do any method acting mm-hmm. during this movie like he was totally normal he was totally like chill making this movie and he was only the joker when the camera was rolling yeah um but still if he, if if joker phoenix doesn't show a little bit of unbalance on the press tour for joker like i don't know what world I'm living in because mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like it's just something that has to happen anyway. Um, Aurora, Colorado is where that uh, tragic Joker Colorado, shooting took place. Actually, yeah. And um, yeah, I guess because Colorado yeah, has I, a lot of shit. And, and, like 
that's where the the high school uh, Columbine is, right? It was in yeah, Colorado, right? That's right. right? That's right. That's so right. Uh, yeah, I guess that uh, Colorado has a bad history of um, uh, guns and and kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's it is sad. sad. And I remember, I remember these stories of that trial. I remember the pictures of that shooter with yeah. his green hair and his yeah. orange jumpsuit sitting in in jail, like showing looking no like, remorse, looking Zero like he's proud remorse. of himself, yeah. like he's like he's still playing the Joker character. That's right. He didn't shoot himself sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Um. So, um. You know what? Um. Too bad that this that this story is getting him more attention, and yeah. uh, but uh, but I totally understand him showing not showing that movie in that theater for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, like I said, I yeah. I um, I sympathize with that, um, but I think it's 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 silly outside of that incident to protest a film just because it may have a little more violence than other films. Sure, and, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, this is a you know what you haven't even seen yet, so how can you? judge the violence in the Ta- film that you haven't talking seen talking about the joker talking yeah. about the joker i just want to get this in quick and i don't want to extend this topic too long because we got a lot of talk still got a lot to cover yeah, but like from the early reviews of the joker i have heard people insinuate that there's some kind of um twist or perversion of the batman lore that's going to happen in this movie right so like even though most critics loved it there were a few critics who were totally turned off by it and who said Fans are going to be mad at what they did to the Batman story. Really? Okay. In, in this movie, like there were like two bad reviews out of the out of the reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Um. So I've been wondering what the twist is going to be in this Joker movie, and you know, just from the trailers we've seen, my theory is that you know it's going to be something to do with the theater, and it's going to be something to do with changing uh, Batman's origin story because there's a there's a brief cut. Of Batman's origin story about to happen in that trailer, you see Batman, you see a young Bruce Wayne and his right. parents coming out of um, the same movie that they come that they come out of in uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, the Dark Knight uh, trilogy or version of the origin story. Um, are you trying? Are you talking about um, uh, what's his face? Is Christopher Nolan? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, his version. Yes. Um, so it's so it's his version. Is his origin story redone somehow? And I think they're going to change his origin story in some way to maybe say that, um, like, I, this is, I'm just guessing, but maybe like Thomas Wayne is supposed to be the bad guy of this Joker movie. I've heard too, right? Uh-huh. So maybe maybe the origin story is going to be Thomas Wayne dies on that night because he deserved to, mm. you know, something like that. Something like they're going to pervert it somehow. And that really just perverts what we know as Batman so far. Um, and, and I'm very curious as to what that's going to be. I can't wait until my birthday very yeah. soon, October yeah. 3rd. I'm going to go see there's, the Joker. There's so many versions of that, like the Joker origins and the Batman origins, whether it's in the comics, whether it's in the movies. Well, that's the thing. We've so. seen the the Batman origin story so many times, right? Yeah. Like every, every Batman director has done the origin story Gotham and, as well. You know what I mean? Like there's so many yeah. different, it's yeah. been, it's been done so many places by so many directors. Yeah. So to change that would like, that would be the thing is like, if you're a true Batman, like 
you know, fan um, to change his origin story might be the thing that pisses you off, right? right? It might be the thing that makes you the one director out of 100 to give it a bad review. Um, I don't know, but we'll see, and I can't wait to find out. Um, Joker movie looks fantastic. Whatever happens in it, um, you know, it's a great director. It's Joker Phoenix is great, and this is a role that he was born to play, honestly. Like, he, yeah. this is a character that, of course, he's going to play this character. Um, and, you know, to me, it, it almost looked from the trailers like, like if you squint a little bit, if you blur your vision, this could be the origin story of the Joker we know and love from Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I guess we'll see, right? And I can't wait. I can't wait for the Joker. Yeah, we're going to review. The, we're going to we're going to review this next weekend after we see it. We're going to see it on Thursday, so we're going to have a review of it of a, uh, you know probably Friday or Saturday. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, obviously uh, I don't know yet because I haven't watched the film. But I have a feeling yeah. this might be the greatest performance of the Joker since um, uh, Heath so, Ledger. Heath Ledger, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I'm 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 100 sold on 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 just from the trailers. Um, yeah. I've talked to some people, uh, especially huge comic nerds, um, who were like, "Oh, I don't like uh, I I don't like his makeup. I don't like this. I don't like that." Right, like, right. Like sometimes you just gotta let that shit go and just. Right. Enjoy the movie for what it is. And yeah, I think we're going to get great performance. So, uh, there's already Mike. Oscar buzz. There's already Oscar buzz about this film. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. can't wait for a great, great Joker movie. Uh, and I Ditto. guess I have my hopes up really high. So, yes. Ditto. uh, if it, I can't imagine it's sucking, I can't imagine all those critics being wrong, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, exactly. We shall see. And, uh, you know what? I was just thinking about like, jo- like changing the Joker story. Like, Nobody changed it more than Tim Burton. Like Tim Burton completely oh, yeah. changed the Joker story, yeah. and and goddamn, did uh, did they ever do a good job in that movie? I and, still love uh, the fact that uh, Nolan's Joker uh, just kept on like his the character of the Joker kept on changing his own origin story throughout the film. I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, yeah. right? Yeah. And if this if this Joker ends up being the Joker that's so fucked up that he becomes that guy, like. Yeah. Um, but maybe his origin story contains little pieces of what we heard from that Joker. Yeah. Can you imagine, can you imagine that if there were like little like touches of it somehow mm-hmm. that you could actually draw connections, if you could draw connections between this Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker, I would be so stoked as a Batman fan, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Only, the only time we'll, uh, tell on that one. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. So, um, was there anything else there we needed to cover, or did you want to move on to uh, your reviews? Um, yeah, I'll I'll talk a little bit about uh, about um, my reviews. Yeah, absolutely. right. Okay, so over the weekend you actually went to the theater so, because you actually are a human being who participates in society, and I thought <laughs> so. Uh, not this weekend, but last weekend I uh, did a double feature. So I went to, and oh, this is the beauty. I I don't think I told you this. So I actually did a double feature. Um, I had popcorn, I had my drink and I, I actually paid for both films and it only cost me $8 and 50 cents. Can you snap. beat that? <laughs> That's so, quite a deal. So this is how this happened. So, um, I went to first, I went to go see Rambo, uh, last blood and, oh. uh, because it was a matinee, it cost me $7 and 50 cents. And then I, I actually won a uh, contest on um, the theater that I go to. Uh, they had a, a contest on there uh, a few months back. Like, can you name all the Infinity Stones, whatever, right? 
So uh, I Google it, cop- copy and pasted it, and uh, I won. <laughs> nice. And uh, that was a free ticket and popcorn and uh, a drink uh, included. And um, the only stipulation to that is I could not go see a Disney film with it, which I think is oh. kind of silly, but whatever. It is what okay. it is. That was the only stipulation with that. So I went to go see Rambo Last Blood and Hustlers. And like I said, I paid eight dollars and fifty cents for two films and popcorn and unlimited popcorn and limited drinks. So it was awesome. What? So yeah, heaven. Yeah, heaven. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So let's talk about uh, Rambo. So Rambo um, Last Blood. Rambo I want to know about this blood. movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it. Um, <laughs> and I'm very curious. Very curious what we're gonna do with the story of Rambo here. Former, <laughs> I, I like. Um, uh, Afghani. He was uh, a um, he was a um, Green Beret. Uh, what, was he in Al Qaeda? Yeah. Was he in Al Qaeda for a bit though? Uh, was he? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, oh, the whole thing about join, did Rambo. he join the Mujahideen for a movie? I don't remember. <laughs> the whole thing about Rambo, he was a Green Beret, a retired Green Beret okay. or former right. Green Beret, whatever you want to say. Right. Right. Uh, in the original film, uh, he got fucked around and then he went on the spree. Blah blah blah. Um, in and then the next film was just completely silly left field. <laughs> then the next one, he took on the whole Russian army, which was completely left field. <laughs> really, he joined silly. the Taliban. <laughs> right. That's right, he was in the Is Taliban that in that okay. one. Yes, for real. <laughs> so, I don't the movie remember. was dedicated to the Taliban. It's been a long time since I watched that. It was film. dedication, yeah. So, anyways, and then uh, part four, uh, I which, think. which, um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on part four. I've only watched it like once or twice, and it's been a while. Uh, I want to rewatch it, but I, I remember liking it. But, anyways, Last Blood. <laughs> so, this is the final Rambo film. And, um, okay. uh, it's the wait fifth. a minute, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. Uh, hold on. Yes. It doesn't have to be the final Rambo film. Uh, well, the, the, called... the next Rambo film could be called Rambo Life After Blood. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last after blood last. no more blood no but more, more blood. rambo films <laughs> yeah so but yeah so apparently it's the last uh rambo film <laughs> and uh i don't know this uh so this film kind of starts off he he i guess he's like settled down now he has a home um he has a maid and his and her daughter who he kind of takes in as his own um lives there as well Wait, he, rambo has a fucking maid no, what? yeah he has like a maid right and uh how does he have money wait where's rambo's money coming from where, where, how's he get I, paid? I don't know i don't know he's like a homeless <laughs> they, guy they, they don't explain how he has money now they don't explain how rambo, rambo has a maid rambo won the lottery oh my god <laughs> all right so anyways oh wait so, a minute i can't get over this hold on <laughs> You expect me to buy the premise of this movie? Rambo's having problems with his maid. What? Oh, I okay. I don't. Okay, they don't really say it's his maid uh, per se. I just assume that it's his maid because a she's Mexican <laughs> and she works for him. I and, assume and b she lives there. So, anyways, no. She, he takes in this this woman and her daughter. Okay. Actually, I don't even think it's her daughter. I think it was like her niece, if I remember her correctly. Anyways, so uh, Rambo basically treats the the, the daughter or a whatever, big house, the niece. like Rocky. No, it's, wait, it's, it's really a big house. No, it's, like no, it's not a big house. Well, it's a big property. It's a big property, and he built tunnels throughout this thing. 
and they don't really explain why the tunnels are <laughs> kind of there but uh he built these tunnels and then we find out later because it's like a fucking it, and it's funny because i saw this movie described online as rambo home alone <laughs> And swear to God, the last 20 minutes. My first blood was kind of like that in the woods, right? Kind of, kind of. So in a way, it kind of reverts back to that, except it's all on his property. So anyways, so the movie basically um, starts off with uh, the daughter wanting to to find her dad. So uh, she has this friend who lives in Mexico, and she found his dad. So anyways... Rambo's like, look, he's a piece of shit. You don't want to meet this guy. Forget him. End of story. You're not going to fucking Mexico. What does she do? She goes to fucking Mexico. <laughs> so she goes to Mexico. She, you know what? She meets up with her friend. Right? Did she watch Moana? What's that? She might have watched Moana. <laughs> she might have. She might have. She she denied the elders. <laughs> and she went on to her for her quest. Anyways, <clears throat> so anyways, um, so this friend who Rambo warns her warns her about anyways, because she's like, she's not a good person, blah, blah, blah. Don't go to Mexico. <laughs> that's the bottom That's the, that's the uh, bottom line. Well, everybody show. knows good don't people go don't go to Mexico. Don't go to fucking Mexico. <laughs> okay. So she goes to Mexico. She finds That's why they need a wall. <laughs> that's why. She would have she would have been fine if they just had this big fucking wall. But anyways, they didn't. <clears throat> so she goes to Mexico, she she looks up her friend, she takes him to his dad. We do find out that dad's piece of shit and is like basically, look, I didn't want you then and I don't want you now, <laughs> basically, right? So she's all upset. Her friend so takes her you, to what do you expect from a Mexican dad? <laughs> Her friend takes her to I'm this. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's okay. I do not mean that. The opinions of JD the MC are not the opinions of Tool for this podcast or the producers. <laughs> so I'm gonna give a, a quick, quick uh, description of the story here. So, anyways, um, she she takes her to a club, and then uh, she basically um, she gets drugged, and then she wakes up, and she's in basically a fucking. How old is this daughter? Uh, like seventeen. And she wakes up in a fucking, um, uh, I don't want to, I guess the best word to use is brothel. So basically we find out that this like big, like fucking, um, this big Mexican, uh, two brothers who are like running this like illegal, uh, basically kidnapping, uh, girls and making them fucking prostitute themselves. And they just drug them up so they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they get paid, um, and basically guys pay to fuck these girls so anyways rambo is concerned because the daughter isn't turned up home so she, he goes and tracks down the friend <clears throat> and the friend you know is, what the friend hold on the mexican friend is a piece of shit as well and basically hung uh hand her over to this mexican like cartel of fucking pimps and Rambo basically was like, look, if you don't fucking tell me where she is, I'm going to fucking kill you right now. And I'm going to go Rambo on your ass. And I'm going to go fucking Rambo on your Wait a minute. Ass. You are Rambo. That's <laughs> so fun. So anyways. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Can you imagine if Rambo said that? <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would have made the movie. <laughs> imagine that in the trailer. Don't make me go Rambo on your ass. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> so anyways, of course, Rambo fucking, uh, long story short, he, he finally gets his daughter back, uh, pisses off the fucking, uh, the pimp cartel. Um, and they, they have his like fucking driver's license and stuff. I'm skipping a whole bunch of shit. So no, of course, that's what the Mexican pimp cartel. <laughs> so of course they go back to America and this is where Rambo home alone happens. <laughs> <laughs> on his on his on his on his estate. The plot of Rambo Last Blood. Yes. Is he picks a fight with a Mexican cartel. Yes. Not a not a drug cartel. They're not drugs. Well, I guess they a, probably have drugs prostitute. involved too, but they they run a prostitute ring in uh okay. in Mexico. Yes. Okay, but he doesn't fight them in Mexico. No, well he does. He fights them at his ranch in Colorado. Yes. Yeah. No, Colorado? Well, is it in Colorado? Uh, what's what's on the border? Because clearly there's not much travel oh, time. Maybe Texas. I don't know. I, I don't know American I'm assuming. Geography. I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna assume it's Mexico. Texas. I'm gonna assume it's Texas. I don't think they ever said. Because Texas is on the Mexican border, right? We can we can both yeah, agree with this. Uh, yeah, some of it, I think, yeah. Right? So let's just say it's Texas or, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, sake yeah, of yeah. argument. Because they ride horses <laughs> and shit. That's very Texan of them. <laughs> so anyway, so they, of course... Can I ask you something? Go for um, it. Sylvester Stallone's face, man. What's happening there? What's going on there? What do you mean? He just, he's just old, face man. Looks like, he's his old. face looks like melting <laughs> wax. Butter? Wax. So, anyways, <laughs> so of course, um, like I said, this is where Rambo Home Alone happens, and he ends up like killing everybody. And of course, Rambo is Rambo, and the movie ends with him sitting in a rocking chair on his front porch and fade to black. <laughs> so, did that, I? That's. Is that a Rambo movie? That's is what it? I'm saying. Did you just so, describe a Rambo movie? I did not. And this is this is this is this is the second half of my review because I personally think they should have they should have bookended they should have bookended this film, right? With the first film with him kind of struggling with trying to get somewhere. Cuz remember in the first film he was like you know, he he went he went to this little town, this little hick town. They treat him like shit. They're like, "Look, uh, look, hippie, you can't be here. Get the fuck out of our town." And then that's when the shit went down. I feel like they should have bookended the film with with a similar situation where he's just trying to do something. He's he's like I don't know. He's just trying to find someone. Like I'm not saying copy the same formula as the first one, but I feel like they should have did something similar to bookend the film. You understand what I'm saying? Because everything else in between was so far fetched and left field, it was nothing like the first film. I just feel like they should have bookended it. What you just described to me, what you just described to me, is not even a Rambo movie. That's what I'm saying. The character, the character of Rambo, is this is is defined by being an outsider, right? Uh, by not being able to find his own place. And this movie is sounds like a happily ever after story. Rambo has exactly. found his place, and now he's invincible there. Yeah. That. That's not Rambo to me. That's that would have to be the end. If that's the end, then fine. Then they're yeah. saying that Rambo lives happily ever after and he's invincible now. Yeah. Um, and okay, that's fair. But if you make me more movies based on that Rambo, yeah. that's not the same Rambo. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like it's I it obviously it was a Rambo film because he was in it. 
but yeah. it didn't feel like a Rambo film. And this is exactly yeah. where I was going with this. So, yeah. so anyways, um, so are you going to rate this? What do you, yeah, what are you gonna rate this? I, I would probably give it a five out of 10. Um, Whoa, yeah, that's it was, so it was mediocre. Though. I didn't think, well, it's higher than what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. Cause on so, IMDB, I'm seeing it's a 6.8 out of 10. So yeah. you're below. IMDb. Yeah, no, I think it was, I think it's like mediocre. Okay. But I will say the last 20 minutes of the film, when he does the whole Rambo home alone thing, I think that was fucking great. That was probably the best part of the film. Okay. It's super Good violent. violent. Yeah. Saying, super so violent. If I'm an action movie fan and I'm just going for the violence, yes. form, the last twenty minutes is what you where you want. I, I am satisfied. Yes. like a John Wick movie. Yeah, right. Picture, I, if, I if I don't give a shit about script, I just want to watch violence porn in yes. like a John Wick movie, like a John Wick film, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But those <laughs> films do have good scripts, though. I will say. Ah, uh, okay. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't go there. I don't know. I, I feel like they have good storytelling in those films. But anyways, uh, uh, and great uh, violence. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, I'm a fan uh, of the John Wick series. So, yeah. No, I no, I like it for violence. No, I will admit. Look, I'm not ashamed. Sure. I, I, maybe I should be ashamed. I, I'm torn about this. Don't uh, be ashamed. I, I love film violence. Yeah, I I here. do. I I feel enjoy it. I <laughs> huh? I I'm a fan of Braveheart. For its 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 violent battle yeah. scenes, yeah. but also for the drama that leads up to them and makes them so, um, and gives them the stakes that yeah. make them so exciting. Um, Absolutely. But but yeah, no, I enjoy John Wick for the violence. I'm not going to say I'm above that um, mm-hmm. at all, at all, at all. Um, and I enjoy, so I enjoy it, a great kung fu movie. What? That's what you watch those films for. Yeah. For Let me sure. ask you this: uh, a little off topic. You ever watch the Raid films? I yeah I did watch the raid and I have forgotten it already. Really, um, I really can't tell you any details, oh but I, I know I, I love the raid. It. Yeah, dude, raid no, raid one and two not, are like up there of my all time yeah. favorite action films. Yeah, no, I don't. I I do need some drama. I can't have all action. I can't think of a movie that's all action. That's that I, that's where you watch part two because part two has uh has its drama. Right, okay. Uh, it's, no, I, it's, I'm not against it. I'm yeah. uh, like I. But anyways, back to Rambo. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> what I would love, what I would love, is for like one of those directors to make a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I would love to see like a great action director make a Star Wars movie because I want to see like the greatest Star Wars scenes ever made for me were the cutscenes for Knights of the Old Republic mm. uh, two or uh, I don't remember what it was. The most recent ones were the just the like super violent like action. Uh, series of okay. of star wars cutscenes um that that just like no but like a great action movie like like even the wachowski mm. uh the wachowski's <laughs> the wachowski wachowski sisters yeah, yeah yeah um i would love to see their 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 uh awesome star wars action epic yeah. um that would be cool like an amazing lightsaber duel mm. i would love to see like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with mm. Jedi instead yes. of instead of uh, you know uh, Kung Fu monks or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to be disrespectful, but um, yeah. So anyways. okay, so moving on, uh, you do not recommend Rambo: Last Blood. No, no, you gave I, it a I, I never said I didn't recommend it. Uh, okay. If you're a fan of the Rambo franchise, watch it. Absolutely, okay. watch it. It is okay. silly. It is ridiculous, okay. but at the end is the payoff. And the okay. tw- last twenty minutes is 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 great. 
Okay. Uh, I love the last 20 minutes of the film. Okay. But still, five out of so, 10. So, yeah. I would give it, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a 5.5. How's that? Oh, he raised it. <laughs> All right. 5.5. Because, like I okay, said, we got, I, we got to get on. We, you're too nice. We got to get out of here before you get nicer. Okay? All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. The other movie you saw this weekend was Hustlers. Hustlers. Okay. All right. Are we real? Are we really going to talk about this movie? Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll give a brief. I'll give a brief description of, of Hustlers. So Hustlers oh, boy, is okay. is. I'm um, just looking at the poster. <laughs> oh, dude, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, okay. okay, Hustlers. Great film. Great okay. film. Great. Oh, absolutely. One hundred percent. I absolutely okay. love this film. I see a lot of tight dresses and, yeah, and cleavage. This, I see a lot of cleavage. This is not why I love the film. Uh, <laughs> okay. if, if I want to see tits, I watch porn. Uh, let's okay. just let's just throw, throw that out there. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I didn't like this oh, film. Julia Stiles got a job. Cool. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in the film and she's actually pretty good in it. She's so in anyways, the movie. Yeah. So, anyways, um. And it's funny. So the main a- the main actress, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. She's actually I don't know if you watch this. Hmm? Constance Wu. That's the one. Jennifer Lopez is number two. Yeah. So uh, she's actually from Fresh Off the Boat. Do you ever watch that show? Uh, no, I never did. Oh no, it's I know it's, I know what it is. Yeah, it's a great show. She plays the mom, and I never ever would have expected her to play a stripper. Never in a million years. Okay. <laughs> so. Because she plays a mom on the show, right? And then I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I know her face. Where the fuck do I know their face from? And I'm like, fucking fresh off the boat. Oh, my God. Okay. Right? So, okay. anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, basically, it's about this uh, stripper, Constance Wu, who, yeah. um, so she, like, she's she she works as a stripper. Um, she's new to this club that, uh, that she goes to in the beginning of the film. Um, she's... She's not very good at at that being what she is. She's not she's not a great stripper by any means. She's okay. She's like mediocre. She's like the bottom of the barrel. Um, she she's in this club. She sees Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez comes out. She fucking owns the audience. People are fucking throwing money at her. She's like cleaning up. Blah blah blah. So she Jennifer clearly... Lopez is the best stripper. Is so she's like the main attraction. She's like the main event at this strip club, she's right? The best stripper. She okay. in in this in this particular strip club. Okay. So anyways, um so she basically is like, "Yo, like how do you do what you do?" So Jennifer Lopez takes her under her wing and just basically shows her what's up. So this movie takes place in the 80s if I remember correctly. So um I'm trying to blank the exact time frame, but anyways, I want to say actually it might be nineties. Um, okay, I, again, I can't remember. It was a couple weeks ago when I watched it. So anyway, she takes her under her wing. She like shows her like the ropes. She teaches her like some like you know pull tricks and all this shit, right? And then you know I mean she like starts making money. She starts like you know being really good at at being a stripper. Uh, there's a back, there's a, there's side stories to this film, but I'm just going to talk about the main one here. So anyways, um, eventually, uh, the, um, so a lot of the clientele that goes to the strip club are like wall street guys. So it's like, um, uh, all these guys with like money, like these, these wall street guys that uh, just like, they go there after, after work for drinks to like, you know, um, get their, get their shit. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, anyways, there's a there's a big crash, right? The Wall Street falls apart. 
um, these guys start stop showing up to the club. It sounds <clears> like 2008. Yeah, it, yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe it was like early 2008. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. Uh, like I said, it was a couple couple weeks ago when I watched this film. Um, I'm just drawing a blank on the years. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, yeah. So there's this big crash. They stop showing up. The club's dead. They're not making money. Jennifer Lopez comes up with this plan, and this is where the whole movie uh, name comes in because they're hustling. So she uh, comes up with this plan. She like mixes like a couple like drugs together. I can't remember which ones. Basically, ones like to get you happy, and the other ones kind of to knock you out. They go to a bar. They play like they they find like some guy in there who's like like one of these Wall Street guys. They try to figure out if they have money. They basically drug the guy. They take him back to the strip club. They run up their visa bill, and then they make money, and the club makes money. Everybody wins. They're too ashamed to like call people out because you know what are they gonna do? Fucking um, sue a fucking strip club for <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, so that's where the whole hustle comes in, and then they start bringing people into this operation. They start, um, and it's like this huge thing, and eventually they get busted, and everything falls apart. Okay, so <clears throat> um, straight up top of the right off the right off the bat, I I absolutely love this film. I had a great time from watching this film from start to end. It was great. It was uh, very well acted. I love the story. Everything about it, uh-huh. nine out of ten. Okay, <laughs> nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I absolutely wow. love this film. Okay, I would okay. be very <laughs> surprised. Okay, let me start by this uh, right off the bat. When I first saw this trailer, I was like, "My God, a Jennifer uh, Lopez film that I actually uh, want to watch." <laughs> That I actually willingly Kevin, want to watch. Kevin, 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 I love you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I hate I hate Jennifer Lopez films. I I absolutely Kevin, hate her films. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin I, I absolutely love you, but... loved this film. Kevin, I'm looking at this poster this whole time you're talking. And... <laughs> Dude, this is a movie. Okay, hold on. Don't hold judge on. a book Tell, by its cover, man. Tell Don't me if I'm book. just stop me if I'm wrong anywhere here. You're wrong. <laughs> this is a movie. Okay, this is a movie yes. about strippers mm-hmm. stealing from rich dudes. Not stealing, hustling. No, they're fucking stealing. They're, they're drug they're drugging them. They're yep. drugging yep. them. And then taking their credit cards. No, and they're using running them. up their credit cards in yeah, the strip club. Ste- in the strip Kevin, club. Kevin, they're fucking stealing. Come okay, on. Okay, what that's why it's called hustlers. They're hustling. <laughs> it's not even a hustle, it's just Dude, robbery. Watch. When you drug somebody and take their money, it's robbery. It's no, no, hustling. but they're getting something for their money. They're in the strip club. They're and getting they're, drinks. They're, they're getting they're, dances. They're getting They're not paying for whatever's happening to their credit cards while Dude, they're drugged. They're getting they're getting stuff. They're getting stuff. They're not being. They're not being robbed. They're getting something Kevin, for their money. Kevin. They just don't realize that they're paying so much for what they're getting. Dude, watch the movie. That's all I'm going to tell you. Watch Kevin, the movie. 
Kevin, I love you. I'm never going to watch this movie. Dude, watch this movie. Yeah, I 100% I do not support this film. I will not support no, dude, this film in any way. No, no, no. Don't. Don't. Uh, no, you no. can. You can. No, I allow you to. Okay. I don't, I don't, hear me I, out. I will not stand in your way. I will not stand. 100%. I, not, not that I should allow. Not that I can allow you or disallow you. Okay. But I, I will not try to interfere with you. I'm telling you right now. Supporting this movie. This movie will get no. a Oscar nod. 100%. 100%. This film For will be what? nominated. Titus dresses? Most cleavage? <laughs> this on. film will get nominated for best film. I on. guarantee best, it. Best hair and makeup. Best baby. best film. I'm telling I'm calling it right now, dude. I'm calling it right now. It's going to okay. get an Oscar nod. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm This wrong. movie is uh based on a true story. Okay. So this happened. Oh, you mean strippers actually steal from rich guys? I'm shocked. <laughs> like, oh, man. Where's it at? I don't think I like your rouge right now. Oh, come on. <laughs> Watch this it's film. Taylor. I'm it's telling Taylor. you, it's a good film. It's a really good film. First it's of all, about, how old, it's how like, old is J-Lo? Look at her dress. Come dude, on. that's the whole oh. thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. She's supposed to be like the, the elder who's like teaching the younglings their ways. Okay. And like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure no, great. it's it's sure it's a good great. it's a good film. I <laughs> I you. I know you have good taste in movies. So I'm right. sure, I'm sure. It's no, I'm sure it's not Showgirls. Oh, sure. dude, it's not Showgirls. Showgirls <laughs> was fucking. Now that's a horror movie. Now that is a horror movie. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I I highly recommend Hustlers. Um, stop what you're doing. Hit hit pause. Go watch it right now. No, I really, I really dug this film, and I enjoyed it way more than Rambo. I'm telling you that right now, and I'm okay. glad, I'm glad I watched it second. <laughs> so that's quite, that's that's quite a double bill you had there. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. on yes. your on your score. <laughs> um, and um, I, I congratulations on being so drunk on popcorn and soda <laughs> by the end of what sounded like the worst Rambo movie ever, possibly that and, anyone could ever make. And Twizzlers. That you actually somehow. <laughs> right, sorry, nips, nips. Somehow the tight dresses and cleavage made you think that Hustlers was the greatest movie you ever saw. Dude, it wasn't about the fucking titties and ass. I'm I know, telling you I right know, now. I know, I know, it's, I know. It's, it's, it's a really well told story. And like I said, it's very well acted. Uh, J-Lo, I'm not sure. I don't know if she'll get an Oscar nod for this, but she was good in this film. And I straight up, I hate J-Lo films. I will be the first one to say, like, dude, I would never watch Made in Manhattan. I will never watch The Wedding Planner. I will. I fucking watched Jersey Girl. That was fucking bad enough. <laughs> I will never watch, uh, what was that fucking, The Cube? <laughs> You know what? I'm ashamed to admit I've never watched Jersey Girl. Really? Well, don't worry about it. Even Kevin Smith apologizes for that film, man. Uh, yeah, but I, f- I feel like it's like a duty of a Kevin Smith fan yeah. to watch Jersey Girl, and I never, I, I haven't. Yeah, give it a, give it a watch, um, but don't expect much. <laughs> so disappointing. So disappointing. I haven't seen Tusk either. Sorry about that. Oh, I love Tusk. I really? uh, yeah, I love Tusk. I thought Tusk was great. But again, the experience I had watching Tusk, and I've only seen it the one time. Was I saw it at uh, at TIFF with like everyone in the audience. It was the premiere. Um, you know, Kevin Smith was there. Um, the kid from Unbreakable was there. You know, what I mean, the little kid. Um, yeah. You know, what I mean, like the whole cast was there. So it was it was it was a bit of a different experience for me. 
um, in that respect. So that film kind of resonated with me more. Um, that being said, I haven't watched it since it came out. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because the whole experience of seeing Tusk with, uh, at TIFF. So cool. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. And I still, I still have, um, I still have, uh, they were giving out Tusk masks. It's like, it was like, uh, cardboard or whatever that you fold together. And it was like a Tusk mask. Oh yeah. Yeah. I still have mine. <laughs> so nice. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Then my friend, you, gave Rambo Last Blood a 5 out of 10 and you gave yep. Hustlers. Well, 5.5. Remember I raised it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You 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 changed your Rambo rating. I'm going to give you one last chance to change your Hustlers rating. Um, no. 9. <laughs> 9. 9 out of 10. 9 Hustlers. out of 10. I, I, Run. I really Don't enjoyed walk. that film. Don't walk. Yeah. Run to see Hustlers. <laughs> And with that said and done... I'm a hustler, I... baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know. Anywhere I've been, <laughs> where I'm about to go. <laughs> Little Jay-Z for you. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a sec, bro. <laughs> Why are we listening to a Mazda commercial? <laughs> No, I had I had you on mute. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> only oh, only you heard that because I was getting I was okay. queuing this. Okay, now I'm talking it over. Say <laughs> In ancient Polynesia, when a terrible curse incurred by the demigod Maui reaches Moana's island she answers the ocean's call to seek out the demigod to set things right this is too old for this podcast's 2019 Moana <laughs> review <laughs> Kevin let me tell you something yes there was a girl in ancient Polynesia, just a child, mm -hmm. just a baby, a baby destined to lead, to lead her people. What was her name? A baby born with the weight and the responsibility of royalty mm -hmm. on her shoulders, on her baby shoulders. <laughs> but all she wanted to do was explore the ocean. Absolutely. And follow that voice inside her heart. The one that was truly who she really was. Mm -hmm. But her father, mm -hmm. Chief Tui, he had other plans. And who can blame a father for wanting to protect his daughter? Exactly. From the dangers of the outside world. From the danger beyond the reef. Brought upon the world by the demigod Maui. Yes. So many thousands of years ago. Actually a thousand. This is the story of Moana. Mm. And this is what we're here to talk about tonight. Kevin. Yeah, man. Let me tell you something. I've been a dad now for how long? I don't know. 19 months. All maybe right. 20. 
Right. Somewhere around there. Just under two years. And I spent a lot of time watching a lot of children's programming. All right. You know, and as a father, as a new father especially, you learn to appreciate a children's program mm. that as an adult is not so mind-numbingly, you know, stupid mm. that um, it, it makes you, forces you to tune out. You know, it, it's, 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 it's rare to hold a nugget of, of film or of television that you and your 19 year old, 20 month year old <laughs> can enjoy together, right. you know, for your own reasons. Right. And, and I have a, a very short list of, of movies where, um, my, my son Lucas and I, um, really can both enjoy ourselves when these movies are on right. and, uh, and and I'm talking about <clears throat> some great movies that I love. Um, I'm talking about uh, you know any Toy Story movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about um, uh, Wreck It Ralph or its sequel mm-hmm. uh, Ralph. <clears throat> Ralph breaks the internet, which still makes me mad because of course it should be called Ralph wrecks, wrecks the internet. internet. Exactly. What the, what the fuck, Disney? You probably lost ten million right there. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't, I, um, I still don't get that, but yeah, go on. <laughs> and and um, uh, this list also includes the Secret Life of Pets. All right, Secret Life of Pets two, uh, major downslide, but still passable. I never watched Lucas, that one. Lucas will hang in for Secret Life of Pets two. Mm. Uh, clearly, does not love it with the same passion that he loves Secret Life of Pets. Mm. But um, you know, I can hang in with either of those, right? Um, and what else? Uh, to- Zootopia. Uh, tried it, uh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, Zootopia nope. was brilliant. I, uh, I will say that was a brilliant film. Sorry, like the, but the characters, the characters were a little too human for yeah, for Lucas. I think. Fair enough. But yeah, the undertones of that film were absolutely brilliant. But anyways, sure, we're not here script. to talk about Zootopia. A smart script to be sure, but um, doesn't fit into this category of films that both my nineteen-year-old month son and I yes. can enjoy together, right? right? Um, uh, boss baby. Okay. Mm. Thank God. Thank God. Because I get a little bit of Alec Baldwin in my life and that's a fun movie. Um, but just recently, and I got, I got to give credit to my wife's twin sister, Morgan. Mm. She has a little baby boy who's just a little bit younger than Lucas. All right. A couple of months. And, um, and Harrison and Lucas, they kind of love all the same things. They, you know, they have some a couple of little differences, but mostly they love all the same stuff. Right. Uh, they're like they're like little brothers. And um, you know, usually it's me recommending to Morgan, uh, you know, stuff on YouTube or movies that that Harrison might enjoy. But Harrison, but Morgan recently said to me, you know, Harrison's favorite movie is Moana, hmm. and he loves these songs in Moana. And I had not tried Moana with Lucas. Um, you know, I was aware that Moana was popular back when it came out. I think uh, 2016, 2015. Was it? I'm not sure exactly. Honestly, I don't know much about it. 2016, IMDb says. Okay. <clears throat> um, but I never tried it, and I and I tried it with Lucas, and and wow, did he love it? And wow, do I love it? All this right. movie. Is my kid loves it because it's so colorful yeah. and, and and bright and happy. Even though there's some scary darker moments, it doesn't really stay in those scary dark moments very long ever. 
Um, it's mostly blue. It's mostly ocean and sky. And that palette, my my kid especially, is really just really excited about water. He loves water. And Moana has a very special relationship with the ocean. The ocean is a character in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably very exciting for my, for my little boy. For me, I'm loving this movie because it's got... First of all, it's got good songs, mm-hmm. which is so rare in these films today. Like, um, there are some films that my kid watches, like like the Trolls movie, where Anna Kendrick is like screaming these these awful songs that just grind on you like a chainsaw, and they're like impossible to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the songs in Moana get stuck in your head whether you like it or not, and you're not mad about it because they're not bad songs. They're actually good songs and um uh you know the rock the rock this to me is his greatest movie he's like the biggest film movie star in hollywood he's like the highest paid actor around yeah Uh, and to me i can't think of a great rock movie like i think he's done a lot of passable performances i don't hate like much but uh you know i fell in love with the rock back in the wwf yeah not E, you know, when he was first introduced in that great original character that he played, this arrogant, cocky, funny guy, this guy who was so in love with himself that he didn't let you get a word in edgewise, right? Mm-hmm. And that's his character in this movie, Maui. He's exactly the original rock WWE persona, only not maybe as evil as the original rock was, but you know, he turned good too. Yeah. Um, but that whole, look, I'm so full of myself because I know how great I am and I know that I'm funnier than you and smarter than you. I'm not, I'm not going to let you get in a word in edgewise because I'm just so busy being entertaining to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is his character, Maui. And you combine in that that The Rock has uh, Samoan heritage, that this is like um, very close to his personal history, uh, ancient Polynesia. His lineage, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's really such a positive uh, point of view on that culture. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm in love with this, and um, you know, I know I forced you to watch it the other day, yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that we could review it together. Um, I, I want I want you to know that I haven't watched this movie the way that I watch most movies, mm. like this is a movie that I watch with my kids. So I'm not sitting down by myself to analyze it and digest it. Right. Like I'm watching it with my kid while it holds his attention. And then his interest and we, we want to other stuff. We go play or he's got to go eat or, you know, something. So we don't rarely ever get through this movie. I don't think we ever actually have gotten through this movie together. I think I've watched it all the way through myself. Like maybe after he's fallen asleep, I finished it by myself, mm-hmm. but um, like I've seen it a hundred times, but I've seen the ending once. Yeah. Uh, and, um, so I don't really have the same like in-depth analysis of it that I have in most movies. Like I only know half the words of the songs and I always get the words wrong. And my wife is always yelling at me, mm. uh, because, because I'm singing these songs. I love them. Like you're welcome. is such a catchy song. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm always saying to my kid, I am a <laughs> Um, 
And it's just so fun. It just it's so infectiously fun. Yeah. And you know, like I said at the beginning of this episode, that I've been like stressed out lately about politics. About you know, there's been some work stuff that's been kind of stressing me out. Nothing major, but enough. Um, and uh, it, this movie has been like my oasis of calm with my son. Where it's like if he's upset, I know I put it on and he will get engrossed in it, and then we can just sit calmly together and I can watch it and it's fun for me and we can like have that time together. And it's been an oasis of me for me. It's really just saved me from all of my stress and the stuff that I've been going through Okay, to have this film. And I really do think it's great. I really do think it's up there with um, like some really great Disney classics. Like uh, I was going to say little mermaid. Um, I feel like the rocks character is almost up there on par with Robin Williams in Aladdin Mm. Um, and, and the songs I think are on par with those films as well. And, um, uh, you know, I love it. I don't know. Uh, would you want to say some stuff about it before I go into the plot too much? Um, yeah, no, I, okay. So like you said, you, uh, you asked me to watch it. I watched it Friday night. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, it was a fun film, uh, predictable, um, as you would expect most Disney films of well, disney cartoons would be um the characters were good uh you, i agree the rock was great in it um i loved when he was like uh talking to his little tattoo that walked around his body <laughs> i thought that was great um and he was like you know like he'd, he'd say something and tattoo would disagree and he'd be like come on man leave me hanging it's like he wants to give him a dap and all that shit. the rock right? see the rock's so, character bowie has all these tattoos on him that are kind of yeah. animated and one of them is his is himself yeah and there's a, there's a little animated version of himself that fights with him talks to him all the time and he and he has a little well, he funny dialogue talk. he he just tattoo doesn't talk yeah, yeah he it gestures sort of thing right yeah. yeah yeah so anyways but yeah no it was it was a cute film um like i said i for whatever reason, I never watched this when it came out, um, which I, I don't know. I, I guess I do usually kind of watch like Disney films, but for some reason, I, I don't know. It just never interested me. I, I don't know. I just never watched it. But yeah, no, I don't I don't regret watching it. I, I like I said, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it a hundred times like you. <laughs> um, I don't have a reason to watch it. don't have a times. kid. <laughs> <laughs> right? So... But yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I would recommend it if, um, if someone was asking me about Disney films, uh, to show their kid. Yeah, of course I would recommend it. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it to an adult to <laughs> watch necessarily. Um, I, Oh, come on. I, There's so much in there for you. Okay, like, especially no, if you're a fan of these, musicals, there are a lot of adult fan yeah, of musicals. No, these, and these, these movies if you're a do, fan of musicals, these, it's a good one. Yeah, no, these movies do appeal to adults as well. Like, of course, yeah. there's going to be a little bit like comedy that adults will get that kids won't. Yeah. Um, but as I was saying to you, um, after watching it, uh, it didn't move me the way some Disney movies have moved me in the past. For example, and the one I brought up to you was Coco. Like, I right. actually shed it a tear when I was watching Coco. Right. Like, I, I thought that was a great film. I haven't watched it since. Right. I have no plans to watch it again. You know right. what I mean? Like, I watched it once. Um, I think it was an Oscar contender two years ago, I want to say it came yeah. out. So this is why I watched it. Um, and I did enjoy it. 
And like I said, uh, that's a film I probably would recommend to an adult if they asked me, like, what would I, I – can you recommend a good Disney film I can watch? <laughs> I probably would recommend Coco. Um, Moana, maybe more so for a kid uh, opposed to an adult. But, um, no, I did – like I said, I did enjoy it. Um, it's not a film that I would go out of my way to watch again. Um but like I said, I really have no reason to watch it again. I, you know what, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I would rewatch this if I didn't have a kid. Yeah, and that's only okay. that's only Fair. because that's only because I have a busy watching schedule. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's a fair point. Like maybe I wouldn't rewatch this if I was a kid. But I do want to say that on the level of Disney films, oh, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is super strong. Oh, yeah. I feel like the rating the writing is exceptional. The performances are exceptional. Yeah. I feel like I've never heard the rock sing uh and and just love just love it. Just think he's doing a great job at it. He sang um, on and, on WWF. Yeah, and yeah. and and it was kind of played for comedy, but not yeah. played for like great performance, no, right? No, like I a agree. great song, yeah, a I great agree. catchy song that catches you up. Like mm-hmm. so, um, it's um, you know, to be song. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a catchy. Yeah, it was a catchy song. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so fun, and uh, the story, the writing is very smart to me. Like, a, like a lot of Disney stuff is just too oversimplified, and I feel like they took the time to like a really, um, to really let these characters uh, express themselves and uh, through the story rather than just like through too much explanation. And, so, I, and I was gonna go say, I wonder if this is actually based on uh, Samoan lore. So well, that that's the one thing I don't know. I haven't done any research, or I've like yeah. well, normally I would have watched like ten other reviews, and I would have like read like like the the an- analysis of you know how accurate this is, and I yeah. do wonder about it a little bit because there are entire songs that are in Polynesian, I'm guessing their mm-hmm. language, um, and I didn't have subtitles on my copy. I didn't, I like so I don't know if they even were, but like it seems like there's a lot of attention paid to the cultural aspects of this and I, I i'm curious but i'm not sure if it's accurate or not yeah, okay um but i'm sure that that was probably discussed a lot when the movie was out in popular yeah uh, one thing uh, i do recall three years later we still don't know <laughs> yeah no i was gonna say uh one of the things i do recall when i was when i was first when i first put it on um was what year this took place because i couldn't figure out if it was like something modern you know what i mean so at first, like I wasn't, right, I wasn't right. sure if there was, someone's going to whip out a cell phone or something. Right. You know what I mean, so and it's and it's really not even in the real world, right? No. Like it's a kind of in a fantasy version of the world. So yeah. yeah, it's you know I only know it's in ancient Polynesia because the synopsis on IMDb says so. So oh, okay. I I didn't know that either, honestly. Yeah. Um, so um, you're right. That is a good. It really, I think it's okay if you if you're not aware of the cultural stuff. I think it, this could be a slightly just it is a fa- it is a fantasy world, right? It's a it's yeah. a fantasy story, right? Yeah. Like it treat it treats well, the gods. He's a demigod, right? So yeah, it's not like Maui. Maui is a demigod. The whole story is based on him stealing this this um this heart of the ocean. Is it the heart of the ocean? The um, heart of Tefi. Yeah, heart of Tefi. Yeah, the god, the goddess of life. Um. And the, and the goddess of life is a real character, and then she turns into the volcano 
evil god when he steals the heart from her. Yeah, and yeah. we don't we don't find that out. We think they're two separate characters, but that just spoiled the ending. Spoiler it's all alert. Good, it's all good. Um, Tell me, did that uh, you seen uh, this is the end, right? That um Seth Rogen and James Franco film? Yes, yes, yes. Tell me that uh that at the end when they were fighting that that creature didn't remind you a little bit of uh of the uh the big devil creature in that film with the big dick. Tell me it didn't remind you of that because that's exactly uh, what it reminded me of. Uh, uh, you, 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 you remember that, right? Uh, vaguely, maybe. Yeah, it was like this. No, it didn't big... bring that to mind to me. No. Yeah. Okay. You know what? When I'm watching this movie, okay. First of all, like in the first minutes of this movie, right? Uh, Moana, baby Moana. We see that she's like a little, like angelic creature who's like communes with nature, right? We see her rescuing yeah. a baby sea turtle in the first few minutes of this film, right? Yeah. She. She holds this leaf over this baby sea turtle that's stranded on the beach, and she protects it while it's getting back to the ocean, right? Yeah. And when it gets back to the ocean, the ocean kind of opens up for her yeah. and gives her the heart of Tefiti. And this is this magical moment where she becomes the chosen one, right? Yeah. And at that moment, I'm thinking, so adorable, and she's so adorable saving it. And I can tell right now... Uh, that this script is going to be so good that in the end of that movie, in the end of this movie, that is going to come back and save her life and pay her back for this moment at the beginning of the movie. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, if that baby sea turtle is 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 uh, crucial to the ending of this movie, then this is the best movie of all time. And then the <laughs> same thing later on, later on, she has the little pig friend. And I don't know the name of the pig right now. I should... I remember the chicken was hey hey. Oh, yes, yes, but the pig I don't remember. But yeah. the pig as she's growing up, the pig is like her best friend. It's like her pet, yeah. and she's trying to escape to the ocean. And the pig is always there trying to help her escape to the ocean. And then when she tries, the pig goes with her, and then they almost drown her yeah. and the pig both. Right. Yeah. And in this terrible incident, the pig suddenly becomes afraid of the ocean, and then we don't. And then the pig takes off. And then at that moment, I'm thinking, wow. If at the end of this movie, that pig overcomes its fear of the ocean and saves Moana, mm. then this is the best movie ever. <laughs> and then later on, she's with Hey Hey. And mm. Hey Hey is this adorable chicken character. You're right. And it's commented in he's too stupid to even be a chicken yeah. and everybody just thinks the chicken should be eaten especially Maui and Maui has some great moments of comedy interaction with this chicken hey yeah. hey and this whole time this chicken is in the way and just causing all these comedic moments and I'm thinking man that chicken is going to be the reason she saves the day and that chicken is going to be the hero of this movie and that's going to be like that's going to make this the best movie ever when that happens and <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the ending's good i'm not bashing the ending at all yeah. i'm not bashing the ending at all the ending is good it actually reminds me of the matrix right yeah. because um moana just finally comes into her power that she's the one and that her mission here you know is bigger than her it's bigger than everything it's about restoring the natural order mm-hmm. and she's just like a cog in the wheel of nature yeah. and she just fulfills her role and you know restores the heart of Tafini and the and, and restores you know the power of life to mm-hmm. the world and it's a beautiful thing right and Maui 
you know, Maui uh, gets his hook back, I know, after sa- making a big sacrifice to try to defeat the Volcano God, but then failing. Um, and then, you know, Moana, of course, is the hero of this story. Not Maui, but um, Maui is a great uh, companion who helps her along the way. But ultimately, it's all his fault. So, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the whole thing with the tortoise and the pig and the, uh, the chicken didn't work out the way I'd hoped. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, still, I, I'm not bagging on this writing at all. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, even the even the ending when I finally saw it on the 101st viewing of this film. I, I, I saw the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's good. And uh, you know what? Three years later. <laughs> To to any parent, especially, mm. but but really to anybody, it's a fun story. It borrows from a lot of movies that I love. It borrows from The Empire Strikes Back a lot. Okay, Moana's grandmother is Yoda, yeah. and 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 sometimes it's like almost criminal how much she borrows from Yoda. But but it's also really endearing, and it's for a new generation who doesn't know Yoda the way I do. And mm. I, I fully endorse I fully endorse uh, the borrowing of that characterization and um and there's a few other you know uh moments in this movie that are borrowed from other movies uh the musical number that i'm i'm skipping over that crab and i'm damn it uh tematoa was that the name of the the oh yeah yeah okay yeah i don't remember the name of the crab but yeah Yeah, and he does like a david bowie song shiny it's so fun and that the whole sequence around it, the whole action sequence is is super fun. Where where Maui's trying to get his uh, magical fish hook mm-hmm. monster. Um, big fun uh, movie. It reminded me almost of Aquaman. You know, like Dude. you know how Aquaman was just a bright, colorful, fun, like palate cleansing movie. Um, that's how I felt about uh, Moana in a lot did of ways. Did you watch uh, past the credits? Uh, I did, and there is a little scene yeah. with the crap at the end. Yes, and, he, and, and he makes a reference towards um, Sebastian. Towards yeah, he makes a Sebastian <laughs> a little more so if I If I was, uh, what do you say, if I was a Jamaican, or if I had a Jamaican accent, someone would come and flip me if over. I, if, my name was, if my name was Sebastian and I had yeah. a cool Jamaican accent, you would have turned me over yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that was yeah. funny. So anyway, um, maybe it was a little bit uh, the product of my uh, middle-aged nervous breakdown, but I did fall in love with Moana, and it it is three years later, but I am reviewing Moana, and I'm recommending it to all the parents out there who might have missed out on it so far. uh, It is a a fun movie, and um, it is worth checking out. And um, Numeric rating? There we go. Oh, out of 10, what am I giving Moana? Good question. Out of 10, <laughs> as a film, look, it's strong in every category. Like, mm-hmm. I I cannot, I can, you know what? Maybe it's not my favorite genre because it's, it's a children's movie, mm-hmm. but still, it's a great movie in every aspect. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I'm okay. going to give it the same thing you gave Hustlers. I'm going to oh, say Moana is at no. least as good as... As, as How about that? <laughs> so <laughs> you're comparing a film about um about uh jlo uh drugging men for money <laughs> to a uh uh a, a potential princess who uh saves the world <laughs> or saves her island <laughs> 
So, yeah, okay. Yes, I, all I right. absolutely recommend Moana uh, all as right. much you're, as Hustlers. All right, you're entitled to your to your uh, <laughs> numeric rating. Um, myself, I would, I would give it a 7. Um, it would probably be higher if, uh, if it had more of an emotional feel to it because, I don't know, like sometimes when I watch these like Disney movies like Toy Story and... You know, I mean, they're so you, yeah. you fall in I'm love with the character. I'm not saying I'm a tearjerker necessarily, but I mean, like you fall in love with these characters, and and eventually you do feel that connection. I don't know. I just don't think I ever felt that connection. You didn't get there in one film. Yeah, no, I didn't get there. So I don't know. Like I said, I I did like it. I watched it all the way through, obviously. So I I must have enjoyed it. But um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's it's a seven for me. Uh, it's an it's a above average Disney film. You gave it your basic positive mil- lukewarm Kev yeah. rating. Yeah, there basically. you go. <laughs> I accept it. I like I accept that it. lukewarm. I, ex- Kev I accept rating. it. <laughs> for me, thank God for Moana. I feel like it saved my life yeah. in 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 many ways. In some tough in some tough moments. Granted, and, you you um, you connected with the film a little more than I have. There yes, 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 yes. Um. And uh, you know what, Kev? I'm glad to be back. I'm glad the show is back. I'm glad to be moving on to episode 28 and 29. And I want to get this out of the way right now. Episode 28 coming out this weekend, probably Friday, maybe Saturday. Yeah. Joker well, review. Before you jump to that, I just want to say a yes. boom on Moana. That's right. Yeah. Moana. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All Joker right. reviews coming up soon. Yeah, Can't we're both watching it Thursday. For um, this movie. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, not sure. I, I, I'm feeling. Let's if we can, let's do it Saturday. Um, okay. Maybe like in the afternoon if you're available. We'll, we'll, I know we'll you, figure it out. Yeah, I know you sleep in. Really, I'm, I'm going to the Toronto Symphony Orchestra to see them do Star Wars. So, oh, you're going to um, that? Eh? Uh, so the, it's Empire. We'll have right? to work it around that. We'll have to work. Empire Strikes Back or Return of Jedi? I believe it's Empire. I have yeah. to check. I okay. Been a while, yeah, so I was thinking about going to that, but I never got tickets. So. Well, that's where I'll be on Saturday night. But we yeah, will okay. we will get that Joker review out on the weekend. Yes. And then Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes. My friend, we are going out to Hamilton. We're going to Billy Gregory's house. We're yep. bringing G-Money with us. Yep. We are assembling the OTOG roundtable. We and are. We, are going to, we are going to talk about all things Star Wars from the perspective of original trilogy fans. Fans who were there in the theater for the original trilogy and uh we're gonna talk about a lot of star wars news as what i call the beginning of star wars season and i'm talking about mandalorians coming up very soon in november and episode nine is coming out very soon after that so we are gonna have so much star wars to talk about for the next unforetold future and um we're going to kick off what I'm referring to as Star Wars season mm. with episode 29, which is going to be the first assembling of the OG OT Star Wars round table. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Me too, me too, me too. Hey, anytime, I, anytime I get together with friends and talk Star Wars, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
and we're gonna record lot, it. So a lot to talk about, but we're gonna try to keep it on Star Wars most. Yeah, most definitely. Because <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of st- a lot of old stories to rehash as yeah, well. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure that'll be like a four hour episode. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> very excited so. about th- very excited about Star Wars season, Kevin. I just went yesterday, and my birthday is this week, so mm-hmm. I, I I treated myself. Uh, there was actually a clearance sale, and I have been planning on getting a bigger TV. I grabbed myself a 60-inch 4K, uh, upgraded from my 50-inch, and nice. I I have a nice, new, beautiful television to get the Disney Plus streaming service nice. on. I can't wait to start consuming The Mandalorian. Is it a smart TV, so you can just put it right on there? Yes, I can. There you go. But I use my laptop. I don't do that, so yeah. we'll see. But anyway, I happy, can't wait. Happy early birthday, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait for The Mandalorian and all the great content that's going to come out on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to consume it like a fiend. Ditto. I'm going to have no life ever again. Yeah. I'm going to weigh 600 pounds in probably eight months' time. You and me both, my friend. But I will be, <laughs> I will be a happy, fat <laughs> uh, unable to leave my chair person because God, as, the, the programming that's coming our way, Kev, come as on. long as your Mandalorian helmet still fits, we're good. <laughs> <sighs> well, hopefully my head won't get fatter because it's already so big. It's already so fucking big. There you go. If, if my head gets fatter, like I'm really in trouble. I'm really in trouble. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for the panel. I'm excited for all the Star Wars content we're getting. Um, I said it uh, once. I've said it a hundred times. It is a good time to be a Star Wars fan. So it is an amazing time to be a Star yeah, Wars fan. Absolutely. And um, I can't wait for everything that's coming up. You know, we didn't even talk about news like the like they they announced the director for Obi Wan. Um, yeah. Not somebody I'm familiar with, but a very experienced television director. Oh, they announced it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't um, know that. I, I forget her name. Um, oh, it's a female. But she she did a lot of television, a lot of te- lot of uh, uh, interesting television shows. Okay, uh, she's veteran TV director. Um, no, I didn't. I did not hear this. Okay, yeah, That's very cool. Uh, and you know, there's a, there's been a lot of uh, news about Disney Plus shows that we haven't talked about that we're going to have to get into. Yeah. Um, so much coming up, oh, and yeah, like, so and you know what? My favorite show that isn't even a super popular show, but I feel like I might have to talk about it because I'm so in love with it is almost back, and that's Vikings. Okay. And, um, you know, I'll try not to make it take up too much of our time because I know it's not, like, super in our, I don't know, in our in our Repertoire. theme. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not super childish, but... Yeah. Yo, um, I've been watching. Anyway. I've been watching that Wu-Tang show. Yo, that shit's dope. Yeah, that Wu-Tang show is good, man. Yeah. Really is, really is, and it's, it's it's awesome to get like that in depth view of that history that yeah. we we only you know back then we didn't have this access to information. No. Yeah. And, it, and it's cool. It's cool. Super cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'm loving that show. So but, we have this is probably our longest episode of all time, brother. I don't know. If we should, I don't know how much we should carry on here, but um, is there anything else? <laughs> Well, I was about to ask Janet, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. What is what does DJ Kevy Kev say? Yeah, no, I think I'm good. I, I, we we talked quite a lot tonight. Um, we had a very good in depth convo. So, yeah, no, I'm good. I think I covered everything. Um, I've watched a lot of ridiculously stupid shit over the last few weeks, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Wu Tang, fucking dope. Uh, I watched that Black Summer show uh, from Netflix. Dope. Um, yeah, no. Um, I think uh, I think I'm I'm, I'm good. Cool. I'm oh, super you know another? Th- oh, real quick. Ahead. Sorry, American um, 
American, uh, fuck, what's it called again? Uh, horror Story? Yeah. Yo, this season is fucking I dope. <laughs> I tried it. I think we disagree. This but, season um, is dope. So I tried watching the original season, like the first uh-huh. one, and I was yeah. like, garbage and i I turned it off uh, a lot of people really a lot of people loved it i love the first season yeah see uh i i i gave up very fast i love season one i like season two and then everything else i've hated okay so nine seasons later kevin is fucking hooked on this show but i'm only hooked i'm only hooked on this season i don't i'm not going back because uh, i tried it it's 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 a homage to slasher films from the 80s and i'm so i'm so digging it yeah, it definitely is an homage, but Kevin, yeah. did I like? Does it do anything? Okay, I okay, don't want. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. It's not doing anything different. If that's what you're trying to say, um, but it's fun. I, it's fun. I, I, is, I, it, is it doing anything? Is my question. Like, not is it doing anything different? Well, it's only is two it episodes in, my or is it? Is it just like copying and pasting? From, no, it's only two episodes in. So like, and, we'll see. Sometimes, okay. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. But okay, <laughs> Kevin recommends American Horror Story. Yeah, this I'm season, digging it. I'm digging I say, it. I say, it's worth checking out. It it, yeah. it definitely has some some cool familiarity and and some interesting stuff. But then yeah. I uh, okay, I have issues too. It's anyway. like it's like a a combination of like Friday Thirteenth, um, the Burning. Um, uh, what else? Uh, there's something else sprinkled in there, but I, like I said, I'm I'm digging it. So uh, okay, maybe um, I'll try it again. We'll yeah, see how much time I have. Like I said, I, I'm feeling. It. I oh, watched when, two when episodes. Oh. Yeah, I watched two episodes and I'm hooked. So I'm okay. I'm excited to watch the rest. But okay, on, on that note, Are we done really? Okay. <laughs> oh, we're not. Okay, sorry. No, no, that's fine. We can be done. I don't know. <laughs> if, if we're not done yet if we're not done yet just hold on it. did we talk about everything yet i don't I, know i feel like we did i feel like we did uh we talked a lot we talked a lot you know what we didn't talk about elon musk's presentation yesterday for starship is the most exciting thing i've ever seen mm. in my life i have no idea what that is elon musk's oh my god kevin okay okay we're gonna we're gonna talk later um <laughs> SpaceX's Starship is going to be orbital less than six months, according to Elon Musk. It is the most. Oh, this is real. Okay, I thought you were built. talking about it a TV show or something. Absolutely real. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. No. This no. Is the this way, is the way you were talking space about exploration. It. Oh, okay. Um, and it's and it's probably the most exciting thing I've ever seen. And so, if you haven't watched uh, Elon Musk's Starship presentation from yesterday, please Google it right now. There's an eight-minute version mm-hmm. that is so exciting. Uh, that's what's been on my mind, and okay. um, you know that's all for episode twenty-seven. All right. Oh uh, yeah, no. Uh, when you said that, I thought you were like talking about like some I new know. show or something. But no, I understand. It was totally off topic. Yeah, it's all my right. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not politics, though. So, anything else you want to say, my friend? I want to say <laughs> just fucking chill. Till the next episode.